Hello and welcome to episode 112 of How I Built It. Today, my guest is Dan Stocky of Buzz Frenzy. Now, Dan has a very interesting product, uh, one that allows you to quickly and easily take existing Facebook posts based on a hashtag and create a Facebook ad. As somebody who has tried to navigate the stormy seas that is the Facebook ad manager, I really appreciate a product like this because it makes things a lot easier for the ad creator. His unique approach and quotable advice is totally worth the listen here. I I wrote down a lot of just one-off quotes uh, that I really liked from him that I hope you'll enjoy too. I won't spoil any of them, of course. So uh, with that, I will leave you to listen to this episode. But of course, first, a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Plesk. Do you spend too much time doing server admin work and not enough time building websites? Plesk helps you manage servers, websites, and customers in one dashboard, helping you do those tasks up to 10 times faster than manually coding everything. And let me tell you, I recently checked out their new and improved WordPress toolkit, and I was super impressed by how easy it was to spin up new WordPress sites, clone sites, and even manage multiple updates to themes and plugins. With the click of one button, I was able to update all of my WordPress sites. I was, again, incredibly impressed by how great their WordPress toolkit is. You can learn more and try Plesk for free at plesk.com slash build. That's plesk.com slash build. This episode is sponsored by our friends at Castos. Castos is a podcast hosting platform built specifically for WordPress. Their seriously simple podcasting plugin lets you manage all of your episodes and podcast RSS right from your WordPress site, but have your files hosted on a dedicated media hosting platform. If you use WordPress, this is by far the easiest platform that I have used for podcasting. I also really love how the Castos team takes a common sense approach to their pricing. You can create as many episodes and podcasts as you want, and you don't have to worry about how much storage you're using or bandwidth restrictions. And if you're like me and you already have a ton of episodes from an old host, they've got you covered. Castos will import all of your podcast content into their platform completely free of charge. It's literally one click of a button in your WordPress dashboard. I could not believe my eyes when I saw this in action. And it's stuff like this, which is why I built my own podcasting course on top of Castos. And they have put together a really special opportunity for the show today. You can get 50% off your first three months with the code BUILTIT19. That's B-U-I-L-T-I-T-1-9. Just head over to castos.com slash howibuiltit to learn more. That's castos.com slash howibuiltit. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How I Built It, the podcast that asks, how did you build that? Today, my guest is Dan Stocky of Buzz Frenzy. Uh, Dan, how are you today? I'm well, thank you very much. How are you? I am fantastic. I just realized that you could not see me. Uh, This is an audio-only podcast, but I like to have the videos on uh, when we record because I feel it makes like for a better conversation. 
Yeah, uh, now that I can yeah. see you, it, it makes me feel a lot more comfortable. Excellent. Well, I'm glad <laughs> to hear that. Comfort is my number one goal for the guests on this show. Uh, Dan, you, you and I met at uh, WordCamp Minneapolis just a few weeks ago as we record this, right? Yes, we did. Cool. Very cool. And uh, your company, uh, so you're the founder and CEO of Buzz Frenzy, which was one of the sponsors. Uh, yes. So why don't we start off with uh, kind of who you are and what you do? Sure. Um, I am a, uh, 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 well, I'm Dan Saki. I'm from Duluth, Minnesota. How about that? We'll start from the basics. Right. Uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Um, I, so I get my fingers on a whole lot of things. Um, most notably um, are three things. Uh, the first is Zip It. Have you heard of that? I have heard of that. Yes. It's a long, uh, thin piece yeah. of plastic with barbs on it. You stuff it down a clog drain, you pull it out, it yanks the clog out. Yes, I was just going to say, I have used that before. <laughs> thank you very much. I owe you yeah. a nickel. Well, uh, thank you very much. You saved me a lot of time. <laughs> uh, we try our damnedest. Actually, my uncle invented that. We started a company together to uh, manufacture and distribute it, and then we licensed it off uh, after a while. And so now we just collect a royalty check, which is the best job I've ever had. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um the other thing is I own a company called World Block. We build steel forms for the concrete industry. Um, so when I say that, people are like, oh, you're in concrete. I'm like, no, I'm in steel fabrication. So we bring in big chunks of 10-gauge steel. We cut them on a plasma table, bend them on a 250-ton press brake, and we have four robots that weld them up. Nice. Yeah. And then Buzz Frenzy, of course, is the third one that we'll be talking about today, and that's my uh, most recent venture. Um, and what we do there is automate Facebook advertising using hashtags as a trigger. Nice. Yeah. So uh, that sounds, well, first of all, I should say that all of these sound very interesting to me because I really know nothing about creating real products in the real world. <laughs> uh, and so I'm always curious about that, but we will, we will stay on top. I'll, I'll make sure to link to all of those things in the show notes. Yeah. And they, uh, uh, they're, they're the, the story is sort of meld together in a, in a, in a way, just in it, because everything is about automation and making it easier and processes and that kind of thing. So um, when we talk about buzz frenzy, like, how'd you get there? It's like, well, it's the way my brain works. Yeah, absolutely. And and why don't we talk about that? How did you, how did you come up with the idea for buzz frenzy? Was it like you were doing Facebook ads for world block and you realize like there's a tool that that doesn't exist or like, is it something else? No, it, it was something else. And, and <laughs> actually Buzz Frenzy ultimately is a love story. All so right. get your tissues out. It's gonna it's gonna be so so sad at the end. Um, so my wife is also a small business owner. She owns a fitness studio with a with a partner. And when she started up, um, you know, she's trying to figure out how to market herself. And so she comes to me and she says, Dan, can you help me with my marketing? Which of course you know means. Dan, can you do my marketing? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, <laughs> and I, being the dutiful husband that I am, I'm like, of course, honey. Uh, I can, I can, I can absolutely show you everything you need to know about marketing. So, um, when it comes to a fitness studio or really any small business, I mean, Facebook is the low hanging fruit. It's, you know, mm -hmm. 800 pound gorilla. It's where you can find everybody really, really quickly. Um, so I'm like, let me show you how that works. Um, cause that'd be the easiest way for her to get the job done. Yeah. Um, and so I go into Facebook and I'm showing her how to like boost a post and, you know, do the targeting and all the rest of the stuff. And 
And not that she, you know, doesn't have the capacity or, you know, isn't smart enough for it. It's just, you know, she looks at it like, it goes, I, I don't, I don't have time for this. I got what I got to do that too. You know, she's already, you know, she's greeting customers. She's doing classes. She's mopping floors, doing the books, changing toilet paper, you know, whatever needs to be done in a small business, she's doing it. And it, being an expert marketer, all that does is forces her to, to have the time and the energy to do that too. And so as I was showing her this, I'm like, you know, this is really, this is stupid. And as a guy who just loves processes and making things easy, I was like, yeah, yeah we're going to, we're going to, we're not going to do this at all. I'm like, hey, babe, what if I were to just have it so that you could just trigger an ad whenever you wanted it to happen? And she's like, ooh, that'd be great. Uh, so ultimately, I made a few con- made a few phone calls and, and you know, checked around and found out that it's possible to do and went ahead and did it. So she's been my, you know, she was my first guinea pig. And mm-hmm. so has been using it since day one. Uh, so she's had really the most success with it. And yeah. she started in a 2000 square foot space, uh, you know, doing Zumba and whatnot. And uh, now she's in a 6,000 square foot space. And the wow. only thing she has ever used is Buzz Frenzy to market herself. Wow. Well, so, well, that is such a great success story. Uh, yeah, you're, yeah. Makes me happy. Makes my wife happy. If it makes my wife happy, then it makes me happy. I think that's how it Yes. Works. Yes. As they say, I'm a little over two years married and the most common advice I got was happy wife, happy life. And so, uh, luckily that's in my DNA to make sure my wife is happy as the dutiful husband. <laughs> uh, and it sounds like you are much the same way. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It, you got to know where your bread is buttered and that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, uh, so that's super interesting. You, uh, your wife and you kind of saw a, a need because I've gone through the process of setting up Facebook ads. First of all, I'm not a marketer by any stretch. Uh, people who have listened to the show before know I'll say that I'm like a field of dreams marketer. Like if they, <laughs> if I build it, they surely they will come. Um, and and so that, a lot of people are like that. Like. It's, this is wonderful. Why isn't anyone showing up? Yeah, exactly. And like it worked for like Google and Facebook, but now Google and Facebook are the things that everybody knows. So you need to find a different way. Um, And so, uh, you know, I know the process can be time consuming and difficult. Um, I also know that there are like just a ton of uh, social media tools and ad managers out there. So I'm curious, uh, what kind of research did you do? Um, to determine like, hey, this is definitely a product that I should build? Surprisingly, very little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was, I was one of those, you know, once I got it working, because it was, it was a pretty easy uh, setup. And matter of fact, when we first made it work, it was really, let's just make this thing work. But it functioned so well. It's like, well, I've got to make a business out of this. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find anyone doing what, I was proposing to do, which was to, to trigger the ad. Um, there's a lot of content creators out there. <clears throat> pardon me. Um, there's a lot of content creators out there. There's a lot of somewhat marketing and uh, automation programs that will help you more than anything, get organized around marketing, but there isn't anything that does the heavy lifting. Once you add, actually need to create the ad. 
So ultimately what Buzz Frenzy is, is a targeting company. What I do really well um, is target people. So Facebook allows all of these all of these touch points, all these ways to really dig into your audience and say, well, this is the type of person who's going to be interested in my product. I'm good at that. So once you're set up on Buzz Frenzy, the, my customer doesn't have to do that anymore. The, the targeting's already set. It's already taken care of. It's, it's done. So um, yeah, a lot of the other automation tools that are out there uh, that will sort of schedule out your, your, your posts, Buzz Frenzy works with those things. So uh, yeah, there's, there wasn't a lot of competition necessarily. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's interesting. So, so I guess let me back up for a second here. Then when you say that the ad is triggered, you said by a hashtag. Um, is that to say that like I will, I can use like, I use social pilot, but buffer or whatever to, to post at the optimal time to my Facebook page. And if I use the hashtag, whatever, build something, Buzz Frenzy will take that post and make an ad out of it. Correct. So that's it, really neat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And it, yeah. it sounds really, really simple. And, I, and one of the hardest things that I've had to deal with in trying to sell it is is this sort of rabbit out of the hat thing. You know, I go, okay, just add this hashtag and it turns into an ad and people are like, yeah, but what else? What do I have to do? Wait, where's, it's gotta be something more than that. I'm like, no, that's, that's literally rabbit out of the hat. You walk away, go have a beer, enjoy yourself. Yeah. You just saved a lot of, of time. Yeah, that's, that's great. And so, uh, so now I want to ask going through the process, you mentioned that Buzz Frenzy is a targeting company and that uh, targeting is essentially set for them. Is it like, what's kind of the onboarding process for using Buzz Frenzy? Do I answer a series of questions? Do I pick my demographic? All right. Well, I'm glad you asked. What a, yeah. what a, what a, a, a good question. It's a good question to ask. Um, <laughs> there are four things that we need to get set up uh, for anyone to set up Buzz Frenzy. And you can do this all online at buzzfrenzy.com. It's, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, the first thing we need to do is uh, we need a Facebook URL. What's your Facebook page? Uh, so when you log in, you'll log in like with your personal Facebook ID and then you're an admin of you know, the, your business page. And so we go through that process. It's more like a Facebook signup than our signup. Mm -hmm. um, then we ask you for the hashtag that you want to use. We call it a buzz tag. So it looks just like a hashtag functions just like a hashtag, except that our software is scanning that Facebook URL for that hashtag. And so that little connection is where the magic is. And so we call it a buzz tag because it does something different. Gotcha. Nice. We need that. Um, then we need your business category. So we have it set up as a parent and child setup. You know, so you pick a top level category, which is sort of a broad category, and then a child category, which, which hones in on it. Mm -hmm. And our targeting is built off of those business categories. So those gotcha. verticals. So we've pre-built, I think I'm up to 220 different uh, targeting verticals. So, um, well, I've got a fitness studio and um, wellness centers and yoga and insurance mm -hmm. and healthcare. I got I, whatever, whatever anyone needs, we build for them. So and that's the other thing, too. If we don't have it, we build it for you. Uh, and then the fourth thing that we need 
to set up is your, we call it the community, community engagement zone. It is the center point of your business or where you want to advertise. Um, for a lot of small businesses, especially brick and mortar type of mom and pop places, um, that's their front door. But it really can be anywhere. And then once an advertisement is triggered, we keep that ad set in a 20 mile diameter circle around that, that center point. Um, and that is traditionally where, you know, the community that's going to be using your services, that's where you're going to find them. That's where you want to have your conversation. So um, it does all of that automatically. And then once you're set up, you don't even think about it anymore. Wow, that's fantastic. So just to, again, just to reiterate something I said, because this process confirms it, that onboard process is basically the only thing I have to do. You said it too. I don't, I'm not introducing a new tool. I don't have to create posts through your interface. Uh, if I want them to be ads, I can use whatever social media manager I'm already using and your tool just scans my Facebook page for the hashtag or buzz tag. Yep. And yeah, it's, it's, it's great. I can't, I can't say that enough. So thank you for agreeing with me. Um, I'm a little bit biased. Uh, (laughs) The, uh, the other thing too, is we do this for a set fee for a month. Uh, And we've got four levels, 50, 100, 250 and $500 a month. And that is the media spend and our fee. So you don't get charged any more than that. It's, you, we just, it, it's, that's, it's a set fee. Um, and what we do, or what our software does, is it meters out that budget depending on how you use that, how you use the system. So the more you use it, we meet, it just starts to learn how you use it and, and gets really good at, at, at dripping out that budget. So we've got people who use it maybe one time a week, you know, they're getting a bigger, bigger uh, or more money placed on that individual ad more so than someone who's using it more often than that. If that makes gotcha. Sense. Yeah, absolutely. And that was my next question. So you've answered that already is how, how do the Facebook ads get paid for? So uh, it sounds like you're essentially like the Facebook version of like a billboard ad seller, right? Like there are people who sell billboard ads and take you know, some fee for selling the spot. Sure. And then the rest of the money goes towards the ad spot. Maybe. Uh, yeah, it, it works that way. I, what we really, or what, or what I really wanted to try to do is make it as easy as possible for small businesses to get on board. And right. my entire philosophy behind this company is keep it simple, keep it simple, keep it simple. Cause as soon as you complicate it, as soon as you say, okay, here's my fee. And then here's the media right. budget. Right. Then people are, they have to think too much about it and things get messy and bleh. Uh, this way it's just straightforward. It happens away you go. Absolutely. Um, and it's easy to kind of lump in that, you know, if I'm, if I'm paying a hundred bucks a month and I'm seeing an ROI of 200 bucks a month, I know that your tool is totally worth it. I don't care how much money got spent on the Facebook ads. I just know that I paid a hundred bucks and I've doubled my investment. Yeah. You want to see you want to see that ROI grow. And matter of fact, we're seeing uh, about a th- three times better engagement uh, than a boosted post, and five times better than a campaign ad using wow. Buzzfrenzy. Um, so that means for a hundred bucks a month, you'd need to spend three hundred dollars yourself to match what we are giving you. And really, that's all about it being software as a service. There's all this thinking that's going on in the background that you don't even have to worry about, and right. There's no place for you to screw up, which right. 
I think Facebook is built in a certain way to allow people to screw up to Facebook's advantage. Like, oops, yeah. you overspent a little bit there. Oops, you made too broad of a category. It, 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 yeah, they're tricky. Uh, we prevent any of that from happening. Man, that's, that's really fantastic. I mean, it's, it, it, and I should say, like, this is not like a paid sponsor episode, and I've never used Buzz Frenzy before, but, uh, if I were to do regular Facebook ads, 100%, I would do this because it's, it saves me just a ton of time. Like the last Facebook ad I ran, it probably took me like an hour and a half to set up, to pick the right link and the whatever, and then choosing the audience. And, and so I, I burnt time. And then I, I tried to do it on my phone. And that oh. didn't work out. And so I had to move to my computer and redo the whole thing. So like, you know, it's just. Yeah. And matter know, of fact, yeah. Buzz Frenzy will work on your phone. So if you do all that work on the phone and then you, you just add the Buzz tag, hit publish and it works. So, you know, we don't care if you're using your phone at all. This episode is brought to you by Pantheon. Starting a new project? Looking for a better hosting platform? Pantheon is an integrated set of tools to build, launch, and run websites. Get high-performance hosting for your WordPress sites, plus a comprehensive toolkit to supercharge your team and help you launch faster. On Pantheon, you get expert support from real developers, best-in-class security, and the most innovative technology to host and manage your websites. You can sign up a new site in minutes with a free account. You only pay when it goes live. That is my second favorite feature to Pantheon, only to the easy ability to create dev staging and live servers and push to GitHub. It's very easy to set those things up on Pantheon. So you can head over to Pantheon.io today again to set up a free account. Pay only when it goes live. Thanks so much to Pantheon for their support of this episode and this season of How I Built It. So just a uh, uh, heads up and a spoiler alert. I'm going to ask you tips for Facebook ads later, but we are halfway through the show. Okay. And I, haven't, I haven't even asked the title question yet, which is how did you build it? You're, you said you're a serial entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. This sounds like your first big foray into software as a service. Are you a develop? Are you like a, a programmer? No. Okay. I'm I'm a dude with an idea. I know how to program just enough to get myself into trouble. Nice. So I shouldn't <laughs> be doing it. Um, yeah. But I can at least have a, a conversation with uh, with my programmers so that I, I kind of know what they're doing. You know, I can. I don't have to know the nitty gritty. I can. I can understand enough that that I can direct them where they need to go. Um, so yeah, I, I hired everything out. Gotcha. And Oh, go ahead. Yeah, so, oh, I was just going to say, so that's a process that I'm very curious about. Um, cause I am a developer and for a long time before I had a family, I was like, I'll just do everything myself. Time is the cheapest thing for me. Uh, mm -hmm. now time is perhaps the most expensive thing for me. And I would rather hire out. So, um, what do you kind of look for when you go to hire out? A team like this. What's interesting is that in in my career, I have become very good friends with some programs. So um, when I had this idea, I, I made one phone call to the my one 
friend who just is really, really good at this stuff. And I was like, is this possible? And he bonked it around his head for a little bit and said, yes, it is. All right, let's build it then. Uh, and so there is two, there are two sides of the site. Uh, the front side, the, the one that, that our customers are seeing is a WordPress site. And then once they log in or get into the, um, into the sign up section, it turns to cake. Okay. Cause cake is just a, Oh, it has more flexibility for what we're trying to do when we're dealing with the Facebook API and all the, you know, all that jazz. We need to be able to have more of a, you know, ground level thing that we could build off of rather than a, a structure that already existed. So, um, so yeah, that's, that, that's the kind of the big tricky part, uh, with it is that we are on two platforms. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so when you say that the front end, uh, basically, uh, w- would you say that's like the, the marketing site, the yeah. informational site? Okay. And then the, the SAS itself is built on top of uh, cake. That's cake PHP is yep. the framework. Okay, yes. cool. Cool. Very cool. Um, yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. And then something that you said before, uh, basically, I mean, this interacts with your Facebook account. Did you have to build a login component or do you rely completely on Facebook for that? Uh, we rely as much on Facebook as we can. Um, just to keep it simple, just simpler on our end, which working with Facebook, if anyone out there is working with Facebook, they know that, that my eyes just rolled and I sort of choked on myself a little bit. Uh, (laughs) Facebook has a tendency to change things at their pace. Yeah. And with, uh, with, with no regard whatsoever with what you're, doing or how things might be functioning for you as is. Right. We're going through a huge Facebook API change right now. And it's just, uh, uh, actually the application right now, the buzz frenzy app has to be re approved by Facebook. Like mm. they're, they're going through all applications and, and I guess weeding out the bad eggs is what it is. Uh, so ultimately it's a good thing, but at the same time, it's like, wow, this is, they're making us do some work. What's nice about that, though, is we're doing this kind of this BS work on the backside Mm -hmm. where our customers don't have to see it. So, um, you know, if something applies to one of our customers, we'll contact them specifically. But for the most part, no one bumps into those things, so they don't have to think about it. Um, So there is, I guess, some advantage there to our customers that I'm dealing with the Facebook heartburn. They don't have to. That's I, that's great, and that I mean that's you know the way it should be, right? As if uh, we want to make our customers' jobs as easy as possible, and so uh, is are you referring to like the the new API change where you can't post directly to uh, like a personal Facebook? Had, did that really affect you guys at all? The no, um, not yet. I guess the things that are affecting us the most right now are uh, you can't advertise a shared anything. So I'm going to share, you know, someone mentions me in a post, I'm going to share it and say, wow, that's, that's great. Oh, yeah. How I built it, you know, said something about Buzz Frenzy on their Facebook page. Wow, I'm going to share that and then advertise it on my page. I can't do that because it's, 
you know, uh, intellectual property and plagiarism violations. Right. Your so, account isn't necessarily the point of origin for that post. Exactly. And even gotcha. if I get you to say, no problem, Dan, you go ahead, have that, advertise away. Facebook, I think, is just taking a, a look at it saying, you know something, we're not even going to get into muddied waters. It's an all right. or nothing deal. So right. I've got a lot of people who are trying to advertise shared content and struggling with that because it used to be pretty easy. Um, and the other thing that I'm bumping into, interestingly enough, is is political content. And mm. I, I didn't think I would at all, but I have an accountant who uses Buzz Frenzy. Yes, Buzz Frenzy works for accountants. Uh, and they, they will post, they'll talk about an article that talks about the recent tax code changes. Mm-hmm. And then Facebook says, no, 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 that's political content. You can't, you can't talk about that. So I have to appeal that ad on my customer's behalf. And I say, Hey, this isn't political. This is, you know, this is taxes. The, the tax code changed. They're not, right. they're not saying whether they like it or dislike it. What they're saying is it changed. Everyone should be aware of it. I'm an accountant, you know, let me talk about it with you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I have maybe 50, 50 success rate appealing those, you know, political ads for my accountant customer. It's really been annoying because their Facebook's definition of political content is incredibly broad and they're just trying to get, get themselves out of that. Right. Right. Absolutely. And that, so that's really interesting. Um, and it, it brings, brings us back to another point about buzz frenzy handling everything, right? Is that your customer doesn't have to go through the appeals process. You're doing it on his or her behalf, right? Yes. Cool. I mean, and again, that's another, that is another big time saver, right? So, I mean, that's, that's kind of been my focus this year, 2018, as we record this is how, what can I automate to save myself time? And in the course of this 20 minute, half hour conversation, it sounds like if I were to do Facebook ads regularly, which I would like to do at some point, Buzz Frenzy is just saving me a ton of time. Yeah, it's going to save you a ton of time, a ton of money, and a, and a ton of heartache. Um, it, 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 it truly is, well, it's, it's magic. Of course, I, 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 here I am a marketer too, so I'm like, hey, it's magic. Everybody use this. It's great, which it is. Concern it. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It, People should be signing a, up for it right now as, as we're talking. Yeah, and, <laughs> I mean, and as a programmer, right, I do some of that magic, but it, it still sounds like magic to me because um, I'm not a marketer. Right. Uh, so, but I did have one question, one more question about that um, is what is what is scaling like with the, um, you know, if you have to, do, are you at a point where you're getting so many appeals that you have to do on your customer's behalf that it's very time consuming. Have you thought about that and how would you handle it? Um, it's, it is time consuming. We haven't reached a critical point where, you know, ultimately you'd have to put someone dedicated on, on that specifically right now, uh, between the few of us that are here, we can sort of juggle that load. There is, 
there may be some opportunity for us to automate some of those issues going forward. Um, because when our software gets an error, we see that error on our side. So mm-hmm. Facebook sends back a little thing that says, hey, you've got political content. That's why it failed. So if we're getting back a very specific error like that from Facebook, we can then in turn send an email out directly to the customer, you know, give them, giving that information to them. One of the things that's nice about dealing with, with buzz frenzy and, or at least I hope it is, is that when Facebook throws an error, I can explain it to my customers a lot better than Facebook will. Facebook right. gives some really esoteric, like, what are we even talking about? So I have to right. diffuse those errors and say, okay, if I was just a person, like most everyone is, how, how would I like this information presented? Right. Uh, share, and shared content is one of those, wow, I'm, I'm explaining it in a bunch of different ways, trying to get the right vibe so people just, just get it. Uh, yeah. And I don't think what will happen, too, is when Facebook goes through these changes, also, they're doing a lot of work uh, with algorithms, right? Algorithmic. I'm not even going to try to say the word. Um, um, And so I know that when they put in a process and it starts pumping through these algorithms, the algorithms get better and better and better and better. So I'm hoping that with, say, my accountant, they start to see that. When an accountant talks about taxes, it's not necessarily a political thing. Right. Um, and as they get better, I don't have to deal with it as much. So it's it's almost like I have to put some sort of timeline on it. Say, okay, this has been a problem for a number of months now. It doesn't look like it's getting any better. Now we should probably deal with this in some other way. Gotcha. That makes that. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, because I mean, if if it is getting markedly better. Uh, you wouldn't want to hire somebody and then be like a couple months later, hey, we don't really need you because Facebook has fixed the process, right? Um, right. C- cool. Uh, well, we are getting very close to time uh, and I have uh, a couple more questions for you. Uh, one okay. was one was the one I alluded to before. Uh, if, if people want to effectively uh, do Facebook marketing, you know, what are some tips that you have for that? You know, if, if they're going to do uh, boosting or, or um, campaign ads on their own, um, spend some time in that targeting bucket and really think about what your customers, who, who your customers really are. A good example of this is, is real estate. So a realtor might say, well, I want people who um, I don't know, are looking for houses. They might, that might be a, a, something Facebook would target for. And I want them in this price range. And then they don't know what to do. Really, what you kind of have to th- think in a weird way. Um, who's going to buy a house? Normally, it's it's going to be someone who's going through a life-changing event. So you want to find people who have just gotten a raise or just got fired. Um, they had a baby. Um, they they uh, they just got married. They just got divorced. Um, their kids have gone off to college. Uh, they're retired. These are the moments when people are going to start either upscaling their houses or downscaling their houses. Um, it's not necessarily just people looking for a house. 
you know, obviously someone who has applied for a mortgage. Yep, you want those in the list. But there's also these other ones that are a little more, you know, it's it's not as much science, it's more art. And, mm -hmm. you know, spend some time thinking about why your customer would be using your service. And then, you know, find that target because that's, that's a lot of fun. Right, um, right. And then that, I mean, uh, just understanding that and spending some time there. Yeah. Um, in the example, you know, I'm married and I, I have a kid. We're looking for a house, but maybe that, if I saw that Facebook ad, that could be the trigger for, hey, Aaron, maybe we should think about buying a house, yeah. you know? Yeah, so. And, you know, the other thing too, uh, and this is a really important one, um, probably the most important one. On Facebook, every, why is everyone on anyone on social? Hold on for a second. Wait for it. It's because they want to be social. Huh? <laughs> Freaky. Uh, so, you know, what they are looking for is they want to see what their family is doing, what their friends are doing, what's happening in the community. They don't necessarily want to be sold. They don't want to see an ad. And what we're seeing across the Buzz Frenzy platform are we get a better engagement when the post isn't as pretty as an ad should be, right? So things are a little out of focus. Boy, a misspelling here and there. Just anything that shows shows them to be human is really, really effective. People want to know that there's a human being behind the, the you know, we are open sign on the front door. And when you can show them that you're human, that you're part of the community, that you're trying to do better by the community, Wow, people really, really, really respond well to that. Um, so if you're going to be on Facebook and you're going to be advertising on Facebook, be real. Wow, I I really like that because um, that makes sense. I again talking about my own experiences, I tried to ask like the infomercial, you know, do you have trouble with blah blah blah? And I'm like, I need the perfect image and. Uh, that makes so much more sense. Uh, spoiler alert, my ads did not do very well. Um, <laughs> and uh, my my last question in, in kind of this uh, area is, do you find certain types of content or calls to action uh, that do better, right? Let's just call it types of content if, if we're trying to say don't make an ad look like an ad, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's hard to say across industry, you know, mm -hmm. what ads are going to work better. And just, you know, on the dashboard, when the, everyone gets a Buzz Frenzy dashboard and we rank things by what we call as a resonance score. So every ad that's running on Buzz Frenzy, uh, we're looking at engagement and we're looking at impressions. And then we divide one by the other and we get essentially the percentage of people who are engaged, who are uh, 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 who this ad resonated with. And we call that the resonance score. Again, trying to keep things easy it's one score to look at and go, wow, that one did better than the other ones. So we have this easy methodology of, of sorting your ads by that resonance score and you can see what's working for you and what's not. And um, across all industry, it's really, really hard to gauge why anything's working better than other stuff. But the more human it is, the better it is. That's the one big takeaway. And we've, you know, we're actually looking at this this score that lets us know that that's exactly the case. So gotcha. Yeah, it's kind of fun. That's yeah, that's really cool too. Because again, the Facebook ads like stats area is 
I, I mean, I think I'm a pretty smart guy and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm looking at right we, now. <laughs> yeah, we give you one metric because just yeah. get in. Wow, it's doing great. Then get out. Yeah. You know, there, there you go. Cool, cool. Uh, your advice harkens to a book I read last year called Contagious, uh, which I will link in the show notes. It's basically why people share. I thought the book was very good. It was written uh, in a in a very approachable manner. And it, it basically talks about the human aspect of your content and why people share it, tapping into emotions and things like that. So uh, I'll be sure to link that in the show notes um, if you're interested in more of that. Right now, I want to know two things. What are your plans for the future? And of course, do you have any trade secrets for us? I've been practicing this. <clears throat> trade secrets? <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Thanks for the thanks for the warning. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for the warning on that one. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, hey, no problem. <laughs> uh, <laughs> trade secrets. Um, yeah, if I told you, then they wouldn't be secrets anymore, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, <laughs> trade secrets. Yeah, I got trade secrets. I'm not telling nice. you. Oh man, I'm sorry. That's it's not okay. that I don't love you. You know, I love you. I, yeah, I, you know, I keep it close to the chest. Absolutely. Yeah. When, when, <laughs> once we get to a certain spot in, in this world, I'll, I'll uh, come back on and give you all the trade secrets of the world. Perfect. That He is securing his, his spot for a follow-up interview. I like that. That's, the, that's the trade secret kids. That's it. Don't Go. give it all away on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good advice. I, yeah. Damn. Uh, and what of what, uh, for the future, um, right now we are trying to ramp up, um, up to this point, we have been running in pretty much in beta for a good long while. Um, and what we did, I'm in Duluth, Minnesota, and I kept pretty much my entire client base right here in Duluth. I'd sit down and have coffee with them. I'd, I'd talk to them face to face. You know, they've got my phone number. I have this really, really strong connection with all of these customers because of what I wanted was their feedback. I needed this, this thing to work and break and I needed to fix it and I needed to know why I fixed it and why it broke and just all these things. So I wanted my customers to be pretty close to me. Uh, and now, now we have it set. It's, it's working well and we're going up. So the very first thing we're doing now is is getting our marketing message correct, which means like throwing out this wide net, figuring out what works in that net, and then honing in on whatever works. We're in the wide net stage of that process. So hopefully, in a year's time, I'll have it honed very, very well. And, nice. Uh, yeah. Um, what else? And, and that's it. Just uh, right now, we are early stages of growth. So... Uh, by next year, this time I want to be growing so fast that that's my problem. Gotcha, gotcha. I like that a lot. Um, and uh, again, there's, I mean, there's a really good piece of advice here uh, that I think, at least, is often lost on me because um, uh, I'm not a marketer. But you, you are casting out a wide net, and then you're honing in on what works, right? I think, uh, at least, I'm like, I need to define my perfect, ideal candidate. Uh, my perfect user right now, and uh, that will be what I stick with. Um, and uh, I probably define too narrowly at times, 
uh, and I'm missing a good portion of the market. So cast a wide net and then hone in on, on what seems to be working uh, is, is a good piece of marketing advice. Yeah, I have with, with uh, my mar- marketing team right now, you know, they're always going, what do you like better, this one or that one? And I'm like, you know, it, I, it doesn't matter what I like. You know, I, I like to be better. But if the customers respond better to A, I, I want to know that. I want I I was thinking I'm the I'm the biggest idiot in the room. What works? <laughs> that's yeah. what I want to know. Oh, uh, that's that's great. Um yeah, right. It's not what it's not what I like, it's what my customer likes ultimately. Yeah. Um cool. Well, Dan, thanks so much for joining me today. Where can people find you? They can find me at buzzfrenzy.com. They can email me directly if they want at dan at buzzfrenzy.com. And um, yeah, I think do a Google search, Buzz Frenzy. You'll find That's me all over it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And I will link those and everything that we talked about in the show notes. Once again, Dan, thanks for joining me today. I really appreciate your time. Joe, thank you very much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Thanks so much to Dan for joining me today and for securing his spot on a future episode so that he can give us all of those trade secrets. Uh, But he did provide us, of course, with a lot of advice. Um, What went into his research and and using this product that he knew he and his wife needed, uh, being able to talk to programmers um, and understanding that uh, time at one point in your life could be cheapest and now it's maybe the most expensive or when it becomes the most expensive and a whole lot of other things and and just advice on effective Facebook marketing uh, which is I think advice that lots of people uh, can take to heart and so my question of the week for you is uh, do you want to try Facebook ads have you tried Facebook ads what worked and what didn't work let me know over at joe at howibuilt.it or on Twitter at jcasabona. Thanks so much to our sponsors, uh, Castos, Plesk, and Pantheon. And if you want to find more information about them and all of the show notes, you can head over to howibuilt.it slash 112. If you liked this episode, be sure to give it a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps people discover us. And until next time, get out there and build something.